the fuck over. <laughs> Girl, do a joke. This is Loud Mouth Stereo. Um, we took a little break so uh, Greg could get situated in his new space. Uh, congrats on that. This is Loud Mouth Stereo Podcast. Greg and I are two separate, but you know, joined in the mind podcasters. I have a She Gets It podcast. Greg has Young Black and Bothered, and he does the sports desk on here, um, you know, with some men's and things, and they talk sports stuff, something that I don't know nothing about, but Lama Stereo is a show that we do together on the Stereo app, where we talk to the audience, and we talk to each other about different topics. Um, we don't stay in the box of relationships, we don't stay in the box of just podcasting, and we don't stay in the box of just, like, you know, hot topics, you a little bit of everything. So um, tonight's show, I want to focus on why the minimum wage should be at least 25 per hour. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about who we are, where we've been, catch up a little with Greg, um, you know, our thoughts on July, how this month has been, and we're going to get into some messages if we have any, then the main topic, then we'll play some messages, and we just got Yes, indeed. Well, welcome back. You were missed. You were by me. Um, you know. Well, I'm, trust me, I missed you too. I know I didn't miss the fans. I didn't miss the listeners and shit like that. I've heard Stereo has removed all profiles who have been inactive for 45 days or more. That's crazy. What? Uh, I didn't yeah. Like, hmm. unless you have, like, unless you've been verified or something like that, if your profile has been inactive for 45 days or more, your shit is up out of here. So there's that. Then, nice. um, I guess since the world has opened back up, people have decided that they don't want to do podcasting. They don't want to do life. Like, you know, the shit that they were doing during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do, include me. Um, hmm. to, to, to be fair... Um, I took a break, not because I didn't want to podcast, not because I couldn't podcast. Trust me, I'd rather mm-hmm. do podcasts than the shit that I do in real life. Yeah. My issue was, and I can comfortably say this to you, um, for me as a podcaster for the past, what, four years, mm-hmm. I felt like I talked about everything. Mm. But then mm-hmm. I realized I only talked about the things that I was comfortable talking about. Okay. And then and then your text came through. And you said, you know, what you, we've talked about, about, like, branching out and talking about different topics. And I was like, oh, that's, like, how is that cosmic that you mentioned it? And I'm thinking it, but I never really said it to you because it's like, okay, you usually, like, fill in a sentence for me or vice versa. What's up, but, D? That's my nephew. Oh, Lord. <laughs> What's up, D? So I was listening I'm listening to other podcasts and stuff like that. I was like, yo, like this shit sounds like stuff that we would have talked about eight months ago. Yeah. Or this was shit that, you know, I'm like, yo, like maybe shows have to start taking breaks and like revamp and stuff like that. Just like TV shows. Podcasting mm-hmm. should be a situation where there is an off season. And I know a lot of people are like, dang, like you're my favorite podcast. You can't take off a month or two months. I'm like, yo, your favorite TV show does. 
Right. Can you imagine if Martin was like every Tuesday, all year round? You're like, damn, like who, who fucking is fifty two? Could you imagine if Shonda Rhimes kept giving us season forty <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy? Like, how much how exactly. shit do you do? Exactly, and that was that was my problem. And I told you know just you know from the sports desk and stuff like that. I was like, I can't do this shit constantly like we have to take weeks off because if we don't it just ends up being a situation where like the sports season is pretty much over until next month when the preseason starts right nba yeah. is over baseball is trash um the only the biggest highlight in sports over the past month has been the hot dog eating contest nobody watches I'm- the WNBA. like there's really nothing to watch so i told him i was like yo we're we're fishing for content even if you watch ESPN, they don't really talk about shit. They've been talking about um, over the past week, like something that happened with John Moran that never really happened. It was a tweet they read from a fake site and it made a spectacle for three days because they had nothing else to talk about. That. Yeah. So then when I looked at other podcasts, ironically, I'm looking at like, oh, y'all went on break. Like I was watch, uh, listening to an episode of Black Love Matters. I was like, yo, I ain't seen them on my goddamn feed in like four months. Like, what is going on? And I used to shit on podcasts that used to take breaks for long, exper- you know, extended periods of time. And I thought, I was like, you know what? They actually have lives to live. They actually have stuff to do. And tying that, tying that into what's been going on with me, um, like you said, bought a house, um, finally posted about it a month later because I didn't have time. I honestly did not have time to post, hey, we got a house, um, mainly because I've been dealing with the actual house shit over the past month. Um, We went on vacation for two weeks. And then when we came back, I was like, I had to get everything done. I'm one of those people that's like the ultimate completionist. Meaning Mm -hmm. like, if I get somewhere, I have to do everything that's checking the box. And then when it's done, I can finally like have a sigh of relief. Yeah. I went and when we got back on Sunday, we got back Sunday last week. I've roughly had maybe 26 hours of sleep since then. Oh, this shit. entire week. And yeah. that's why that's why I felt it in my bones, Greg. I was like, I am not going to put this man through slavery by podcasting in the middle of this shit. It, it was needed. Tonight is going to be needed, especially the topic that we had. And the reason why I see this, Shane, so much shit. Um, anybody who's wanting to buy a house, I think we can do a whole episode about it. But what I will say is, Mm-hmm. Get your fucking house inspected. Absolutely mm-hmm. get your house inspected. There's little shit, because we skipped the inspection for the house. And it's not major shit. It's just little, like, minute shit that, yeah. for me, it's a big thing, because I make everything a big thing. Regardless of how small it is, it's big to me, because it's because, money out of my pocket. Because my thing is, like, anybody, if you get a new place, whether it's an apartment or a house, you don't want to go in there, unpack your shit, get comfortable, and then they tell you, oh, this pipe placement is wrong. We just gonna come in. Then you got these nasty-ass men that come in with their dirty shoes from other places, fixing pipes, and your nice shit. You want Mm -hmm. your space to be already ready so you don't have to worry about outsiders coming into the place that you're making a home. Exactly. This, this is what's happened to me. Um, quick recap, really quick. So 
we've had about six different landscaping companies come in to do landscaping for the backyard. Now, mm. I'm one of those people who I, less is more, especially with this mm -hmm. house. Like, I don't want to, regardless of having a house, I don't want a whole bunch of grass I have to cut. I'd rather pay somebody to do it. I just don't mm -hmm. want a lot of grass. My wife thinks otherwise. She wants the baby to have the backyard, the grass to play on, blah, 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 blah. She wants the dog to be able to go out back and just, you know, pee and poop. Ooh. Cool. No problem. Yeah. My issue, Shan, is this. Um, who's going to cut that shit? <laughs> so, um, and that's, that's we, definitely one of the expenses I'm going to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've had quotes. The highest quote we saw right now, as of now, was about $13,000. Um, $13,000 to lay down sod so you can end up watering the sod so it can become grass. That's that. Then we have to, in our backyard, we have brick. Like what's the up, patio. What'd you say? My thing oh, is, what's I'm up, shocked. Continue. Uh, so we have to have the patio like driven down. So driven down means like have the thing go down a little bit. So, you know, mm -hmm. rainwater and stuff like that won't catch and they come into the house. Just, you know, angle it. Even though it's already angled, it just needs to be fixed because it's for me, it's a way of living. I just rather have the things look nice. Then um, the biggest issue for me right now is apparently the neighbors, either the current ones or the ones before, because these people moved in in 2020. They had or have or will have a mice or a mini mice problem. I no. don't do rodents. Me yes. either. I so, mean, unless it's pets in my past, but we ain't gonna talk about yeah. that. <laughs> well, well, so here, here's what pisses me off. So, yeah. I had a pest person come in because I, I just don't do bugs, period. Like, rodents, I definitely don't deal with. And I've already told you my Mickey Mouse story. So, mm -hmm. the bug thing, like mosquitoes, um, our backyard right now, since there's no sod, they lay down tarp, like, over, like, the dirt, and then they put, like, gravel. Like, you know, little gravel instead of where the grass is supposed to be because it's supposed to be for yeah. presentation so you can do whatever you want to do after. The issue with this is when it rains or after it's rained, that tarp is full of water. Anybody who knows about water anywhere near trees means mosquitoes. Bugs, yep. they just are there. Um, they they so lay told, nobody's business. I just dumped some water in the backyard. Yes. It, like it is annoying. So basically, you know, I was trying to get rid of the bugs and stuff like that. I, I went to Home Depot for every single bug killer. I'm talking ants, roaches, spiders, that little combination bottle. I bought the bottle for the wasp and the the hornets and shit, the white jackets or whatever. I bought that. Mm. I bought fucking uh, Clorox wipes out the wazoo, everything, just to like clean up the house, right? No problem. Mm. This was the outside of the house, because I'm thinking I'm keeping the shit, the bugs, outside by killing them and spraying all around the perimeters and stuff like that. Then the pest guy gets here. He goes and he looks not the little like storage room and he's like yeah i need you to look right here my mouse droppings what the fuck i'm like yo like what this is a brand new house like like what the fuck he's like yeah it's not coming from your house because the thing is it would be more droppings in said house i'm like mm, okay but can you explain where the fuck they're coming from so he went from you know to the neighbor on our left and then to the neighbor on our right. And the neighbor on our right is at the end of the cycle, right? So mm -hmm. it's either 
the mice are coming from him or they're coming through the other neighbors because there's four houses on my left and then there's one house on my right. So we're trying to figure out whose house it is that these mouse, mice are coming from. Well, the house on the left of us, there's no entry points for these mice. So we're like, okay, if it's not me, because we just moved in this bitch, and there's only the house on the left and the house on the right, it has to be the house on the right. And then we looked for an uh, entry exit point. Why is it coming from their house? So I told them, I was like, yo, I think y'all might have a mice problem or y'all had a mouse problem. Um, blah 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 blah. So I have to, call, you know, I have to pay these people, these pest people, quarterly now to just make sure that you know what, like, cat, you know, since I don't have a cat, like mice and shit, rodents and stuff don't multiply and come into our house. We keep stuff, you know, I keep stuff clean. I make sure that we always clean up. I sweep fucking every day before bed. I don't know what that is mm-hmm. with me. I think I'm just like in full dad mode. But it's just the germ- do that because then you don't have to worry about like ants or any other little exactly. bugs crumbs and shit yeah but this this is the summer i do this year round but in the winter all the shit wants to come inside so now i'm like okay yeah i'm doubling down on this shit but outside of that that was a cost that was roughly like 200 bucks i had to have a guy come pressure wash the house shan i lied to you not i can send you a before and after of like just a, like a, a panel that he did it yeah. looked like the people who owned the house before and the people who owned the house before them, because it was only three tenants, mm-hmm. right? So looked like they never did cosmetic shit to the house ever. To the point where I'm saying, like, yo, yeah. like, you own this. Like, treat this shit like you own it. It's not like an apartment where you're like, you know what? I'm going to treat it like shit, and then when I'm done, I move, right? Some people, like, and I don't want to say the previous owners did this, but the previous owners definitely just, like... They got comfortable where they lived and felt like, okay, we got it to a point where it's livable, so we ain't got to do no shit to it. I'm like, oh, this is a constant thing. So we have like a Trex deck. So Trex deck is like, it's not like a wooden deck where you have to go and stain it every year or anything like that. It's supposed mm-hmm. to last 15 years, blah, 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 blah. Um, apparently they had a deck before, but it was a wooden deck. They went and updated the deck itself to a Trex deck, but didn't fucking update the wood panel. So now... When we do the landscaping, they have to change the legs to it because they're like, oh, you, you might get about 10 or 15 years out of this deck. But with rainwater, which is something I never knew, rainwater mm-hmm. and stuff like that damages the wood for decks, like the structure uh, of it or whatever. Especially so, if that yeah. shit is not sealed. Exactly. Had to deal, had to deal with that. Um, mm-hmm. they, left behind, they left behind a brand new grill. Yo, that happened to my friend that just bought a house in, um, I think she bought a house in Decatur. Nice house, too. Mm -hmm. That's a brand new fucking grill in that hole. And I'm just like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Brand new grill. Now, mind you, it was a, it's a Brinkman grill. They're no such thing. They like went out of business. Right. So Mm -hmm. hopefully, God forbid, this thing never breaks or anything like that. Really nice grill. But the guy, you know how some people during the summer. They just grill every day or every couple of days, but they never actually clean behind themselves. They just go throw their shit on the grill. After they throw it on the grill, they close yeah. the grill, and then the next time they use it, they try to scrape off the shit from before. That's not how you grill. That's not how you cook. Um, somebody will say that's ridiculous. It's not. Um, also, I've become really bougie, Shane, when it comes to my house. Um, I've been to a lot of my friends' homes. I've been to a lot of random people's homes and stuff like that. I've been out of town a lot. 
and I'm always looking at things that they can improve in their house, things that I would want in my house, right? So I went mm-hmm. to the, I went to my old football coach's like house once, and he had an actual fucking bidet. Now, anybody, anybody not the booty you, shooter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So he had, he had a bidet, and I was like, yo, like this is the coolest shit ever, right? So he, mind you, you can tell when somebody's proud of some purchases that they made because mm-hmm. they will walk you around their house and tell you about the shit that they purchased, right? Now I've become that person because we had people coming here today and I'm telling them about my coach, you know, my coach and he had a bidet, so I couldn't spend eight thousand dollars on a bidet. But Amazon Prime had the tushy for twenty five was it like twenty five dollars on Amazon Prime Day. I bought two of them bitches. So just as like grave, why the fuck do we need bidets? And I'm trying to justify it. I'm like, yo, I have to make sure that this sounds justified to her. Because if it doesn't, it sounds like a dumb purchase for me, right? So a tushy is a bidet that you can attach to your already existing toilet. It has a self-cleaning thing, but it also has a bidet thing. So the self-cleaning, basically, it cleans itself. It has a knob on the right-hand side of your toilet where if you go to the left, it cleans the nozzle. So say if somebody takes a a shit or somebody pisses like a woman or something like that, like it cleans itself. So it's not just like grimy and shit like that. But then on the left, you have the actual um, nozzle for, like, you know, cleaning yourself. Now, mm-hmm. I never used a bidet before. Now, anybody who hasn't, I'm going to try to be as graphic as I could possibly be without it being disgusting. Say you do a number two. You do a number two, the first thing you usually grab for is toilet paper, right? You're like, dang, like, I got to give me, a, you know, I get some toilet paper, blah, 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 blah. Now, I don't know if you might be the type to look at your toilet paper before you put it back down or whatever. That's up to you. But what I will say is with this fucking tushy, you turn the nozzle and the fucking water, like, it it cleans your ass with water. Like, it just, it cleans the oh, shit. So I've, I've heard some things. Matt, Shan, I lied to you not. This, it has to be one of the greatest fucking things. Whenever people come to my house now, I don't feel bad about them possibly taking a shit. I think oh a lot of people who have a problem. No, hear me. No, 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 hear me out. Like, say, like, I'm not saying come over my house and take a shit. I am saying, yeah. you know. Poop on and, me. And, and, Your poop is well, on me. Somebody, well, as somebody who has a bidet, I lied to you not, though. Um, it adds, a, like, an extra layer of class for me. And the reason why I say that is, you know, we have, like, women in our family and stuff like that. They will go and use the toilet paper. And I know my wife and, like, other people, they use a lot of fucking toilet paper. Toilet paper is expensive. Right? It is. Why not offset that cost by getting a bidet that when a woman goes to, you know, pee or something like that, she can just clean herself off. She fresh and it's fresh water. It's not like you're getting regurgitated, like dirty water touching your your hoo-ha and shit. Like this is clean water, clean filtered water that's cleaning your woman parts off. Or if you're a guy, you know, cleaning your shit off or whatever. It flushes all down. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to them. And basically it is Anybody who needs to do this, this needs to be on your fucking wish list. Last year, everybody was buying fucking Instapots and Crock-Pots and air fryers and shit. Get you a fucking tushy or you can even get one for like $40 on Amazon right now. I know I've got mine for free. This is one thing Mm -hmm. that I would say. I don't really care for anybody shooting water at my booty hole uh, or a machine, but I do dream. I have daydreams and night dreams about... Mm -hmm 
get a disa a disability toilet. You ever mm. sat on one of the shits? Them shits yep. is high as shit. I am yep. five two on my license, five one in real life. And if I can sit on the toilet and swing my legs, we are in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. want uh, a toilet in my house. Now, now, as a as a new homeowner, I have to ask you though: Would you like if you get one of those toilets? It has yeah. to be elongated. Now, I didn't understand the difference. Now, mind you, I'm thirty five. Man, if you do not get the right seat cover for your toilet, you will be fucked up in the game. Yes. Um, I highly suggest getting a elongated toilet, and this is because men we deserve if, if elongated toilets. Yeah. Or, no, if if you if you have a dick, regardless of size or whatever, you need an elongated toilet. I tried to sit on a round toilet recently. Yeah. Um, it's it's not cool. It's not cool knowing that like you, when you like have to lift your dick out of the the toilet and yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. It's not a fun thing. But I'm, I'm gonna let you get to the voicemails because I know somebody gonna talk about the, you know, He's the bidet out of the toilet. Just okay. Saying. Peace, love, and coconut grease. This is Empress Beauty What's Remedy. That? Um, yo, yo. So I'm, I'm inquisitive because I've been sitting in for about maybe under ten minutes, uh, trying to catch the gist of the room. Uh, I hear this brother speaking about a four hundred sixty-five thousand dollar house and mm-hmm. all the extravagant things he's gonna buy to put in there mm-hmm. and all the extravagant things that he would like to implement into his life apparently per luxury that he never had mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. is this why we would want minimum wage to be 25 dollars no. per hour so we can buy unnecessary oh, no, materialistic no. things no. that were already being capitalized inflated uh programmed and conditioned to buy already i'll wait no 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 She's not ready. She's not ready ready for this. So, so Greg just purchased a home after a very vigorous, irritating Mm -hmm. process of buying a home. Because everybody knows right now, if you're searching to buy a home, it's like 30 people to the same house that's trying to put a bid in, right? So, he finally got his home. He's talking about what he wants to add on to it. Now, Mm -hmm. my $25 per hour down south ain't going to do shit for Greg up north. Greg is in D.C. Mm -hmm. I'm in I created mm-hmm. this topic to talk about overall where if you live up north, 25 per hour ain't gonna do shit for you. I live down okay. south and there are still people here working corporate jobs, being paid 16 an hour and these mm-hmm. jobs really feeling like we need you to come to the office every day or we need you to be able to, you know, come here and be happy my issue and we will we'll get to it uh, we'll we're still in the catch-up phases we just started at 9 30. Mm-hmm. um greg's talking about his house a little mm-hmm. bit um so that's what you caught but we'll get into my thoughts on the 25 per hour at minimum instead yes. of the minimum wage being 15 because that 15 ain't shit for nobody not if you live in america yeah and but, i'm gonna clarify uh, this this when yeah. it comes to like the because she made a comment about like the material things and stuff like that like we are material people in regards to certain mm-hmm. things that we want um for me regardless of being material to some these are some things that are what i would consider quality of life improvements things that for you know somebody who is making 25 dollars or less an hour like that could actually save them when i was talking about the bidets and shit like that when I looked even at Amazon for 24 rolls of toilet paper, that's roughly $22, right? So 
if you bought like this bidet that I bought for $25, which is ironic because we're talking about, you know, minimum wage being $25, that would technically be one person's like hour or less, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or more of, you know, what they would do. It's like, okay, dang, I worked yeah. an hour now, I bought me a bidet. But for somebody who like went through a pandemic where I couldn't find toilet paper, I was like, you know what? Like, I heard, you know, black Twitter saying, well, everybody should get a bidet. I heard white Twitter, oh, get a bidet. And I'm like, oh, I can't pay $8,000 for a fucking toilet. Because that's how much a bidet yeah. toilet actually costs. But so when I saw on Prime Day, which is what, two weeks ago, that, hey, they mm-hmm. had these like bidets you can attach to an existing toilet and it saves you like both money from flushing and mm-hmm. money for toilet paper. I'm like, oh, like this is actually a quality of life improvement. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of people go and spend money on toilet paper and like Charmin and stuff like that. And I'm not saying don't use I like paper, the definitely. toilet paper that's soft with the ripples. Yes, yeah. I am a Charmin girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that, my booty. Thing. Like, everybody has their way of thinking. For me, when I got my house, I'd already had my laundry list of things that I wanted, but things mm-hmm. that I could afford as well. So there were certain things that I went and I purchased knowing that I saved up for these purchases. Now, I'm not saying everybody has the ability or should save up for things like that, but the same mm-hmm. way that, you know, I have friends who like, you know what, you know, Greg, I just bought a PS5. And I'm like, yo, like y'all bought PS5s. I'm trying to make sure that my house is stocked with like food. Um, I've had friends come to my house and they're like, well, Greg, your, your fridge is full. I'm like, what? Like, and I, I'm not trying to sound disrespectful about it. But I'm like, yo, like y'all got new Jordans on. Y'all got new fucking you know, Balenciagas and shit like that. But then you have, you know, uh, baking soda, uh, butter, and like, you know, a Brita filter. Like, no, like my priorities might be different. That's not saying somebody's rich or somebody's poor. My priorities are just a mm-hmm. little bit different. So for me, having my first home, the way I treat my home is being like, I shouldn't have to go out to go do shit. Like me, I have a drink right now that while we're recording the podcast, I can drink because mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to a bar. I knew for a fact I was going to go and give me my little twenty-four dollar bro, you know, bottle of alcohol, and that's just gonna last me for a while. Cool, I'm with, you know, I'm with that, sitting in my basement talking to you, right? Now, mm-hmm. mind you, we're talking on these iPhones that cost what, thousand dollars, you know, fourteen, yeah. fifteen hundred dollars, you know. So when we get into the idea of making twenty-five dollars an hour, we can talk about that. But to land my plane in regards to what she was saying, like a lot of these, what she says, that's very, you know, very valid. But for me, these are quality life improvements for me that I can know, you know, later on down the line, I've saved myself money, toilet paper, Mm -hmm. paper towels, things like that. Um, Even with the house. um, One thing somebody told me, they were like, oh, yeah, like you can go and, you know, that's your house for the next at least, you know, 10 to 15 years. So you don't have to fix everything immediately. I don't think like that. And the only reason I say that is because if I don't fix the problem now when it's kind of bad i don't want to have to pay more when it's worse it gets worse yeah like that's that's like saying like oh you know i have a bad plumbing like okay you got bad plumbing but you're gonna have to continue using the toilet right why not go fix the bad plumbing instead of saying you know what instead of fixing the plumbing right now i'm gonna just go you know tinker with it a little bit and then after what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna go pay you know for things that i want i'm gonna go on a vacation shit like that but then when you get back, your toilet's busted or your pipes are bursted. Like yeah, some how- things. Yeah. So for me, it that shit just matters. But I, I think, you know, 
I've said what I need to say about my little catch-up, Sham. How about you before we get into this? This minimum wage should be 25. I wanna, hey, boy, I can't wait. I want to play her next message and then jump into it. it. And I'm also interested to know, so we're talking about bidets, a, a mm. booty squirter, which means oh, no. you would save money oh, no. and eliminate toilet paper. <laughs> Welcome to Eurocentric countries. Yes. A- yeah. America never wanted to invest in that because it was European to yes. it's British and European to wash your behind with water. You'll be surprised how many British people's behinds are more cleaner than the average black man. Mm-hmm. Hence why we got the streaks in your drawers and all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> is it luxury or is it just convenience? But, you know, oh, use hey. a washcloth instead of toilet paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely luxury. Then there are some luxuries, but honestly, there are also some people who are just honestly unsanitary as fuck. I've seen a lot of people who will go and take a shit and shit like that and get up. But I've seen, you know, even in you know the United States where we live, I've seen people say they can't take a shit at a public place or they can't take a shit without showering. I've 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 heard that. I've seen that. Shit. Now let me girl, tell you something about people that take a shit and immediately after have to shower. What have you been eating? Yeah, that that was my first question too. There was a girl that I was trying to holler at, and you know we got on the topic of like going out in public and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know, she, you know, she doesn't use a public restroom. She'd rather go home. And I was like, so do you just not go Me? out? And what I say, I'm, not so go I'm, home. I'm good at, sorry, y'all. I am great at sending my shit back the fuck up until I mm-hmm. get home. I'm great yeah, at which... that. Listen, tight, she right, okay? Yep, I will send fact. it. No, this is not the place. Punch these booty cheeks. Okay, now we good. Mm-hmm. We can proceed in public. And then when I get home, we gonna find it. Okay? Exactly. And that's, because, that's how I felt. Let me, this, let me tell you this. I went to a pizza mm-hmm. place today to pick up pizza for the girls. And they had two restrooms. Guess which restroom was out of order? Women's, of course. The women. Women are so fucking trifling when it comes mm-hmm. to public bathrooms whether it's their cycle or they just feel like this is a place where I want to take a nasty splatter on the wall poop and clog the toilet with hella toilet tissue and leave mm-hmm. like and I thought like okay maybe it's like this one time instance but a lot of it be women in over their 40s who mm-hmm. confidently walk in a bathroom take a shit loud as shit splatter mm-hmm. on the toilet the walls not say anything and have the audacity to not wash their hands and then go shop and touch shit yep yeah I, i've just gotten to the point where like the bidet i get it somebody would say great like you know when she said it's european and stuff like that yes it's european but for me like i like to be extra clean um and the mm-hmm. reason why is i've stepped in the airport bathroom before um, I stepped in like we recently I told you we went out of town so we went to a rest stop right and this mm-hmm. even furthered my need for a bidet because I saw what a public restroom looked like that didn't mm-hmm. have automatic flush and it, mind you like these are things that somebody be like well Greg that sounds real bougie I'm like no that sounds like fucking 2020 or 2021 yeah. 2022 it sounds like yeah. some shit that honestly we should have thought about 15 20 years ago like I shouldn't as a grown ass man or as a human in general, like have to walk in after somebody and see mm-hmm. their shit. 
Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to look up, little... but my nose is looking down. Like, I shouldn't have to go and use my foot, pick it up, to go and, like, mm. kick and flush your shit so I can go and pee. Like, that's why I, I like... You know, I'm glad you brought this up. I feel offended as a mother mm-hmm. when my children use the bathroom and use my toilet tissue and enjoy it with their iPads in hand. Mm-hmm. And have the audacity to leave my bathroom and not flush. Why do you feel mm-hmm. like I need to do this? Mm-hmm. There's certain things like, you know, it just to me it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And we we want we definitely gonna get into this, you know, the minimum wage situation. But for me, when I got this house, and this might be my last statement about the house, um, I got into this knowing that the house itself was already an expensive purchase that for us for my family not for everybody because i'm not speaking for y'all um mm-hmm. it financially made sense our rent rent from roughly i'd say what it was like 1800 it went from 1800 to being the potential of about 2600 dollars a month mm. so what we pay is 2900 for a mortgage so we have a house this is ours. It's not going to increase. It's not going to go any, you know, crazy way. This shit is mm-hmm. ours. Now, maintenance, we got to deal with. But it's also making me more responsible because I used to mm-hmm. be just like my wife. I used to be like, all right, cool. Like, call the maintenance people. Now I'm like, no, I have to fix things. If I don't fix these things, then I have mm-hmm. to call somebody to, you know, fix them. Is it a cost out of my pocket? Yes. But now I know, you know what? When they come, I ask questions. Like, if a plumber comes or if this, you know, the person, like the pest person, I know for a fact, I'm like, okay, like the last people, disgusting, cool. But what I'm going to do is I'm not going to be that nasty motherfucker who's eating all throughout the house. My mom used to tell yeah. me all the time, like that eating throughout the house. No, you eat at the table or you eat, you know, That's- in, yeah, I, I don't do that. I've always been that way. Like, no, food don't go upstairs. Food don't go down, like even down here. Like if we have like obviously like a Christmas party or something like that, and you know we got family around, yeah. But we have a cleaning come, like we have a cleaning lady come in. Now that's gonna sound again like some quality of life shit. I, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, I would tell people the reason why I would order a cleaning people, you know, persons because I can one afford it. Not everybody can, but I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's no offense to anybody and making it sound like I'm like a millionaire because I'm not, but. For me, I like to be able to walk into a clean house knowing that I paid somebody with their worth to do it. And I think that's a, a fair I too, Greg. Like, realistically, if you're in a two-parent home and you have a toddler, exactly. and y'all work jobs where it's just, it's just not feasible to have this expectation of I'll be able to clean it from head to toe each day, to have one a cleaner come in at least my cousin does this do a deep mm-hmm. clean once a month that's exactly what wow you live that's such a big help until mm-hmm. you get like children who can pick up behind themselves and mm-hmm. clean as you go or w- one parent you know they gets a little bit slower where they can do more at home or vice versa it's it's i don't feel like it's like something elegant anymore to be able to do yeah i feel like if you're at a place in your career and your life where you can afford it do that mm-hmm. shit yeah i see that that is a great segue because you said something that really hit home affording or having the ability to afford 
Um, I, I don't know if you have any portion of the shoot and the shit, but I, I feel like, you know, what was that, 10, what, 10, 12? You know, with mm-hmm. the topic being minimum wage, like being like, you know, it should be at $25 an hour. I can comfortably say that um, there are a lot of places I've been in a lot of like buildings, like, you know, not just office buildings, stuff like that, but just establishments. I've looked and I've talked to people and they talk like disgruntedly about how much money they make and I see what they do. And I'm like, there's no fucking way you're not making X amount. And it's not saying that like they're poor, not, you know, or anything like that. It's just more something like, like the quality of life that you bring to other people who are making, you know, a hundred to $400 an hour. And I've, I've worked for people who make that amount. And I'm like, y'all, like, how is minimum wage not that? Like, I feel like $25. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I've never understood it because when I was working at McDonald's when I was, what, 15 or 16, I think it was mm-hmm. what, like five, it was like five fifty, six dollars $6 an hour, mm-hmm. if that. And when you think about it, at that point, they had the dollar menu. So you're pretty much telling me, like, you know, I can get a McChicken for a dollar. But you know what? I, mm-hmm. I still have to work for that. That's technically a whole meal at McDonald's, you know, at that time. I had to work an entire hour in order to make that meal. Right. Like, I had to work that. And with the price of inflation and stuff like that, like, there's a lot of shit that now people can't afford. Like, even for me, I can't really afford to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Chipotle. Chipotle used to cost $6.50 when they opened up for a burrito mm-hmm. or a bowl. Now that they got the shit so separate. Like the bowl is like fucking $12 and the burrito is like $11.50. I'm like, where the fuck? I mean, like, excuse me, sir. I'll just like to take my food in my hand. Thank you. <laughs> yo, yo, lady got, lady got mad at me. And no, this is no, I know it's going to sound like completely asinine at the fact that I'm about to bring this up. But I said to her, I was like, yo, like, am I taking money out of your pocket? And I, I wasn't trying to, like, sound like a complete asshole, even though it sounds like it, the way I'm saying it. But she was, like, rationing out my food. And mm-hmm. the way I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this company could be paying her more. But they're also saying, you know what? Also give them, like, a half scoop of fucking meat that we're paying $12 for. And somebody's like, oh, well, Greg, like, a $12 bowl. I'm like, you know when somebody's jipping you? So when you go to Chipotle and they like give you like five pieces of meat that you pay twelve, thirteen dollars for, you're like, yo, this isn't what I paid. Like and the fact right. that you're like pretty much like, you know, spitting in front of you know, spitting in my face or spitting in my shoes, like yo, like, and it's not the person. It's not the person who's making, you know, eight, nine dollars an hour. Their managers are getting, you know, corporate coming down on them like, hey, you know, we got a meat shortage, we got this and this and this. So we're gonna up the price, but we're gonna give them less. And there are a lot of people who go and shit on them and, you know, give me more meat or I need more guacamole or some shit like that. And I'm tying it all in because, like, we get mad at the people who work there. And it's like, oh, they don't deserve, you know, the attitude or the bullshit that they get because they only make an $11, $12 an hour. And you shitting on them. Like, there was a lady. Go ahead. Every, Every business and every corporation has these levels of give a fuck. Mm-hmm. The people who own the company, they know like regardless of you know who's having a problem today or who's having a bad day or what life is dishing them, mm-hmm. they better do 
they better handle my business how I told them and hired them to handle my business. Fact. And then we have the person under them that's just like, whenever the person that owns this has a problem, then it's going to be a problem for me. But I'm not about to take that heat. So who's under me? Let me call them and be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on? Then they don't want to take the heat. And it goes all the way down to the person on the bottom who's actually dealing with the customer. And my thing yep. is... You can do that shit when you're a teenager. You can do that shit in your 20s. Once you get to your 30s, your threshold for other people's bullshit gets very small. It should, mm-hmm. all right? You deserve yep. your sanity by now. You have yep. to really ask yourself, do I want peace over this dollar? Or do I want to be in a, in a business that honors me and speaks to me with respect as I work? Or do I want to take other people's shit for this amount of money? And sometimes every opportunity for you, wherever you are mindfully, is not the right opportunity for you. Because I I knew before I could get a job at 15 that I was never dealing with nobody's food and no place. I knew mm-hmm. I wasn't built for a restaurant because I will fight you in the parking lot. Okay. I'm not about to any type of way. And I don't like handling people's food because people is too wishy-washy. I also knew Mm -hmm. that I wasn't going to be in any business that deals with service because service is not like some refund shit. It's not, oh, you bought the shirt yesterday. You don't, you took it home. You don't like it. Service is, this is a cause for me doing this physically or mentally. I can't get that time back. You're not going to have me do this physically and then come in here and be like i changed my mind i don't want it bitch you Mm -hmm. better pay me for my time and this is why and when you're doing a service it's very important for you to know your worth and take half up front you take a deposit like this deposit shit that these hairdressers been doing it hasn't always been that way but they had Mm -hmm. to start doing deposits because people people will fucking let you sit there for four hours do their hair and try to run to their car and dip mm-hmm. I've heard it done it's madness I, out here protect your neck yeah, but the thing is, that, that food shit is ridiculous yeah well I think just everybody's trying to get over but it's not like yeah. you're doing it like this there's some who are doing it maliciously and then there's some people like yo like I don't really have a fucking option like Shit's expensive out here. Like, it really is. Like, when the fucking dollar store, Dollar Tree now is at dollar twenty-five. I was like, when, when the fuck did this happen? Like, as somebody who, like, I, I'm broke bougie, like, yeah, I'll go and get me a fucking filet mignon, but then I'll go to the fucking dollar store and get me, like, you know, the utensils to actually cook the shit. And somebody was like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, no, like, that's just how I've always been. Like, my mom's super bougie, my family's super bougie, but we also knew, like, yo, we came from the mud. So when we got, like, some money or, like, what we do desire to be money, I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to, like, spend that accordingly. Um, instead of going for me, and I know this is going to sound ridiculous, instead of going to dinner, like, I have friends who, you know, every Friday they go to happy hour or they go to dinner and shit like that. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get the same food and cook that shit myself. Save myself the gratuity and stuff like that. Right? Because I just don't you make You gave me another that. episode, but continue. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I have friends who work in like the service industry and stuff like that and they get upset um, mm-hmm. because when we have these talks, like, they're like, oh, you know, they're bartenders and they get bad tips or they work at a restaurant and get bad tips as well or just have bad service or something like that. But then, 
you know, I talked to one because I was kind of confused because I've been that person that sat at a table with somebody who had an attitude, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody who was servicing them or, you know, just, you know, getting their water, stuff like that. Oh, well, you know, we didn't get our silverware for eight minutes, but I'm like, you haven't even fucking ordered shit. What, like, it's certain shit to me. Like, I have to think about it that way because I have friends in that industry. But regardless, all people should think like that because it's like, yo, like, why are you acting like there's not somebody above you at your job that will treat you like absolute dirt if they had the opportunity? So, and that's regardless of salary. So, for me, you know, tying it into the minimum wage situation, like, when I see what minimum wage was, you know, when it was 10, what, 20 years ago, and then see where it is now. The fact that it's not at $25, the fact that it's not like at an amount that honestly is livable. There are people now that I like, I know they're working two jobs. And the reason why I Shit, I know people work working jobs, three jobs. I, I just don't have it in me, Shane. I, the reason why I don't have it in me, and it's because I've never, knock on wood, ever been in a situation where I had to. But when I hear my friends talk about, oh, yeah, you know, I got, you know, my day job, my nine to five. And then, you know, I go bartend for like four hours. I'm like, yo, so you go from dealing with one asshole to like 20. I'm like, yo, I know me. I like to fight. So I just, I really don't want to be in a situation that puts me in that position to have to like argue with somebody. Because it only takes me one time. If somebody comes to me, if I'm like bartending the table, something like that, and you cock attitude, yo, I, I literally have to put hands on you. And it's no disrespect. It's just one of those things where it's like, yo, like, I just don't want to do that for somebody who is making, you know, what you would consider minimum wage. Now, I, I think, um, I forgot what her name was, Empress. She left a couple voicemails. Let's play those and then, like, just get straight into it because I know she has some shit to say. So so overall, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to say advocate for clean booty no matter what yeah. country, yes. state, or city you live in. Yeah, uh, and it's important, importante, significante to yeah. uh, make sure that <laughs> you're clean, clear, and under control just in case anything goes down. Because, you know, <laughs> eating booty like groceries is, is a thing. So I'll, I'll, I'll digress. Oh, so I see where, where Empresses went to. You do not have to do that, sir. Okay, but if you choose to, go ahead. Okay, mm. Empress, enjoy your night. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got exactly. nothing to say. Yeah. All right, we got we know Vienna. Okay, well, Chan, girl, I'm 40, and in my bathroom, I have the soft toilet paper and I have the wipes. Kroger brand wipes are the best. They have the best, cleanest scent. Guest bathroom, I got the wipes. My backpack I take to the gym, I have my wipes. I keep them in my purse. I always want to be fresh and clean. And after the gym, when I get home, I take off my gym clothes and shower. Like, I'm taking at least two showers a day here in Georgia. Um, I love hygiene. Like, every day I'm so blessed that I have hot water. But yeah, yes. I don't like the idea of the water splashing. Like, I, I just like my system better. Okay, so a yeah. few things. No. Um, oh, go ahead. Because I, I got a counter. Be, be careful with them wipes if you live in a house that you purchase because you got to pay for that goddamn plumbing. Listen. Okay. Listen. Um, now, if you live in a apartment, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? That's on them. Yep. All right. 
if you're in public mm-hmm. and you want to flush wet wipes, who cares? That's on them. You know who what I'm cares? saying? But when it comes exactly. to your house, please do not be flushing no wipes and do not be flushing no condoms in no toilets because I've seen yes. the video and I've seen the bills. Yes. They have to come dig up your backyard and clear that hole. That yes. that receipt is not cute. Oh, that is okay. so easily can, a ten thousand dollar thing. Yes, if, and your if you are in your home and it's paid for and you care about your dollars going to something nice and not something you can't see, mm-hmm. those if you're gonna use the wipes, please throw them in the trash. Yeah, please. No, let, let, me, the- let, let me try to convince Brianna to uh, Brianna to like is it Brianna or Brianna? Like, let me know. But <laughs> when it comes when when it comes to this uh, bidet thing. Yeah, I have to implore people, like, just get yourself one. Even if like you don't have two to, bathrooms, if, like you don't want water in her hole. She don't need no, water in no, her hole. No, 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 Shan. I'm already on Amazon. I'm about to ship you one, and I, no, let me explain not. why. No, no, hear, hear me out. No, hear, me, hear me out. I rebuke hear, it. hear me out. No, you you say this now, like it's gonna oh, change the way you look at other people's bathrooms. And I, the reason why I say that is because like. As somebody who goes into the office every week and stuff like that, if I had to do a number two or something like that, you got to wipe and do all that. And I know how gross this sounds, and I, I just hate bringing it up, but it's the truth. Um, you never feel completely clean when you get off that toilet. You're like, all right, cool. Like, I wiped, I flushed, boom, boom. It's like, yeah, but then you don't you don't know because you don't have a magnifying glass down there, right? The bidet is the magnifying glass. So say if you have this at home, right? You go... And you do your business, you you know, number one or number two, especially as a woman. So I'm going to speak for the women in this regard, especially, you know, you and Brianna, uh, Brianna right? So mm-hmm. when y'all are using the toilet or whatever, whatever you do as your business, when you're done, instead of grabbing a Charmin, instead of grabbing that feminine wipe that she was talking about, or like the wet wipe, because like you said, no one who has a home or any, honestly, just don't use those wipes just in general the reason why is the plumbing it will fuck your shit up i've yeah. had a friend in an apartment building they were you know advocates about oh we got the um i forgot what the the water wipes the wipes that you would use for like diapers and shit like that they mm-hmm. were going to use those as adults they would use them flush them and shit like that oh yeah we i just don't I, i'm all clean i just i have to be cleanly so i'm just gonna go and you know use these water wipes or these you know feminine wipes and i flush them they're biodegradable i'm like you know realize you know you realize those wipes are essentially clorox wipes without the bleach that's exactly what the fuck it is but so you know what's, wiping so, yourself with some... what's so crazy is clorox wipes don't even have bleach in them Exactly, but that's the thing. They they used to. Now they don't. They took the bleach out because what was happening was the bleach was actually drying out the wipe itself. So now they just have it's like the solution that they use, like the Clorox solution, and they have like the liquid that sits at the bottom. But neither here nor there. When it comes to feminine wipes, I tell anybody, don't use those, especially at my house. I would rather you use the bidet because the bidet is self cleaning. Um, mm-hmm. And there are bidets that have both hot and cold water. Because somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't want cold water splashing on my butt." Cool, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They have warm. They have bidets that actually have temperaturized water, and it will go and clean you 
in either a warm water or cold water or hot water, depending on what button you press on the side of the toilet. I don't have that version because I'm like, I'm not that uptight. Um, I just rather mm-hmm. go and just, I'd rather have cold water on my butt. And the reason why is like, it, it's, it feels refreshing. I feel like if I'm going to have warm water touch my butt, I'm about to get in the shower because I take warm showers. So I would just rather do that. So Brianna, I would just personally say, get yourself a bidet for 25, 30 bucks because it is lucrative. It is one of the best purchases I've made this year because between that and that bug zapper, those are the two things that nobody can ever tell me are not, they shouldn't be in everybody's home. Get you a, like a tushy or a bidet and get you a bug zapper. It's going to change your world. I promise. I want a bug zapper now because these little flies, especially with all the plants in my house, so irritating. Shan, I have been playing fucking bug tennis for a week. Oh my God. Like, no, I'm talking about the one that you plug in. The one that you plug into the wall and it quietly kills them. Oh, oh yeah, those are good too. But you have to, you have to. Um, I have to go and just order you one. Get that fucking one. It's a a fly swatter, but it's one of those ones you charge. And when you hit a fly or a bug, it zaps the shit out of them. It feels like you conquered like tennis or something. Like it's like you in Wimbledon. You see a fucking fly, and they're old, they're kind of oversized because they want you to make sure that you can actually hit the bug. Because those other fly swatters, you know how they like they're plastic or whatever, and you try to hit the fly, and the fly like bounces off of it, and they're like, ah, oh, I got you, right? Mm-mm. These fucking fly zappers, you charge them with like a USB cable, and then once it mm-hmm. fully charges, you can use that shit for like six weeks without it dying, right? What you do is you hold the button on the side of the zapper, right? And as you're swatting for the fly, it will like if it catches the fly, you'll hear it, mm-hmm. and then that fucking fly will fly like a foot or two away and you'll see it because it's like there's like a little like zing that comes from the end of the fly letting you know that they've killed them i've had no greater joy over the past week because when we went out of town for those two weeks i made the mistake of putting a um i think it was some pineapple i put some pineapple in the trash and i didn't physically take the trash out so we came back and the, the kitchen um we call it the ceiling fan these motherfuckers were having a fiesta on top oh of God. the uh, thing. They were just sitting there chilling like, oh, they were waiting for us to get back. So I told Jess, I was like, nah, don't turn the fan on because if you turn the fan on, all it's going to do is just have them like, you know, drunkenly just spin in circles and fly all over the house. Yeah. I went and I bought some uh, spray. I sprayed the air, right? When I sprayed the air, they started flying off. They started coming off the thing. As they came off, I took that fucking zapper. All you saw, it it was literally like the flash. Watching the Flash movie, where yeah, it was just yeah. All I'll say is get the zapper, get the bidet. So Brianna, get both. Only because I'm telling you to. And if I don't get to tell you, go to TikTok, look on Amazon Find, like hashtag Amazon Finds. Both of those are going to be on the list of things to get. So. All right. So, I'm gonna jump into this because we had, we had a whole hour in and we ain't even hit the topic. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> my my quick catch up is um I cut my hair today. Um Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yes, I cut my hair off today. I want to okay. um lock my hair, but I had a relaxer in my hair and you can't do it. I mean, you can, mm. but 
as you're trying to do it, it's going to keep breaking off where there's chemicals mm-hmm. on it. So I was like, let me just cut it down low. This is probably like the third time that I cut my hair this low. And I was like, I'm going to just grow it from here um, and then mm-hmm. start locking. Um, my mom's still here. The kids start okay. school in a week. In one week, I'm going to have a kindergartner and a third grader. Um, I will be taking a podcast season break for She Gets It uh, once season mm-hmm. 17 is done and Cozy Womb podcast for like two weeks or so. And then I'll start it back up. And I did I did cheat on you a little bit while you were gone, Greg. I had mm-hmm. a couple of shows with E-Roots that were pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and then I had a show with um, Juice explaining hugs meant certain hugs so that was pretty good mm-hmm. um we will have a next show on the 30th and in august we will have three shows instead of four and um it's going to be some good ones on the way i already sent uh greg the list of things to choose from for me july was all about work and prepping um Summer got one more month of us, and then that's it. We into fall because I need it. This heat mm-hmm. been hitting everybody's ass hard. Um, other than that, let's get into this. Uh, let's talk about minimum wage. Okay, let's go. Now we got a message. Let me see. Let me see. Is it Brianna? Why is this thing taking so long to load up? Do you see him? Oh, it's I, I see him, but it's loading for me too. Okay, so let's wait. Uh, once it loads up, I'll, I'll play it. So this minimum wage shit, if you live in America, because I know people be on here worldwide, I live in Georgia, just for thoughts, and Greg is closer to D.C., Maryland area, right? Now, mm-hmm. for me in Georgia, um, these are not my prices, but this is like average. The average rent price here for a one bedroom is at $1,036. Okay. That's average right now for Atlanta. If you're on the outskirts, you might be able to get a place for less. When it comes to a car note, right now the average car note is at $648. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have a used car that's not a 2022, your average car note right now is at $303 for most people. Now, I don't know if they're doing this up north, if they even have places where you can park in where you live. Mostly up north, they on that street parking shit that's very annoying, or you have to pay to park your car in a deck, which is like sometimes $900 a month that people be paying out just to be able to park their fucking car. Um, Mm -hmm. Here, they don't do that parking stuff unless you live like downtown Atlanta, where you only park on this side on Tuesdays and Thursdays and park on that side. But if you live in like apartments here, a lot of people are paying like $50 $50 just to be able to have a parking spot where Mm -hmm. they have an apartment, which I think is so stupid. And it's just another way for these corporations to take money out of people who really don't have it already. I don't have enough money for a house and I don't have the need for a big house. And I would like to park my car while I live here. Why can't I just park my car? Because I pay you this buku rent for this little ass closet space. And so exactly. uh, 
it's just really, it's, like you said earlier, a whole bunch of people getting over on a whole bunch of people. And from state to state, sometimes the state that you live in, there's no tenant laws. And what that means is if you're a tenant, these landlords run reckless doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, there's no tenant protection. Uh, if you have like mold and a unit that you're, um, renting, they can drag their feet and not ever fix the shit. This one lady was on the news, um, last week where she pregnant, she eight months pregnant and it's raining in her apartment for the past month. She's walking in water in her apartment. She can't use half her kitchen because it's flooded with water. Um, the cabinet, she can't put food in it. And she has to pay rent each month. And it, she had to go on the news just to make them aware of the fact that they're not fixing it. And so nope. all of this is going on. And people really expect people to be level-headed, talk to people nicely, um, go to work, be happy, do their job efficiently and separate their how they are living brain from where they work Mm -mm. and what they're what we are creating not me and you but what society Mm. is creating is a whole bunch of people who sometimes have to be so disconnected from other human beings as far as like compassion and just empathy because nobody is giving a fuck about my concerns so I can't afford to give a fuck about your concerns because everybody has their shit and we shouldn't be living like this and paying taxes. Yeah. Greg and I are back. This was an amazing show. Like always. Thank you guys for checking it out. Don't forget to check out the shop for the merch. Loud Mouth Stereo Shop with Teespring. And don't forget to pick up your latest podcast journal or questions book or how to market that wonderful podcast that you have that I also appreciate you doing all the hustle work behind on lulu.com. The podcast journal, the podcast questions, and marketing the podcast one-on-one. Now back to the show. But that's how they want us. They want us to like perpetually just like live in a position where we have to hope to continue to earn. I don't know right. why. It just, it just feels that way. Um, quick like little like sticky note to it. Like I had to ask my boss like formally. Like I went and it was like, yo, like we need to make my salary this year negotiable. Like yeah. I shouldn't have to go and negotiate what my worth is because the inflation is at 9%. Like most companies have like a 3% to 6% thing. Like in, in law, usually your increase goes up, like your salary is three to 6%. That is yeah. nothing when the fucking rent goes up 6% every and year. And that's my thing, that's over- if, if, the, if the rent is going up 6% and you gonna call me and be like, hey, I wanna talk to you about your raise, your 3% raise. Bitch, it went up 6%, not three. Exactly. So like, you you, you 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 telling me about money that I'm gonna still be drowning in? Yes, and but but that's what they do. So my boss personally, I, I know we're getting these voicemails. Please forgive me. I'm gonna just be real brief. My boss was like, "Oh, we can talk about it during review." Yeah, but I'm just letting you know 
so I don't want you to be surprised when I'm looking at you like, I appreciate right. that, but can you add like ten, twelve thousand dollars to it? Because you know I've been asking about this. Yeah, the company says they can afford this, so either you can afford to pay me more, or I can afford to leave. Because now the ball is in my court where I've already approached you about this. I've already told you. And a lot of people, you know, tying into the show, like when it comes to minimum wage and stuff like that, a lot of the people who aren't asking for the wages or the like raises and stuff like that, they're worth more to the company than they aren't. That's why you have managers at these companies and they ha- you have people who work at these companies. They've been there for fucking, you know, seven, eight years and shit like that. For example, and you're like, you know what? Why not pay them? Because they're showing you what the company wants. Loyalty. You know what they don't do? It's exactly that. They will go and hire somebody. My company, they'll go and hire somebody fresh out of college, don't know a fucking thing about what they're doing. Hire and them, give them a raised price and, 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 and tell you not to discuss your and, salary. Exactly. And and that I knew you were going I knew you were gonna hit that point. That's why I wanted to like bring it up because there was a girl who started and she's fresh out of college, like 22, 23. And she's making this money. And she said something. She was like, oh, this is my starter job. I was like, Yo, like, this is your what? Like, who the, like, that's some real privilege to be like, yo, this is my starter job. And you're making yeah. money not knowing what everybody else is making. So then everybody's looking at you annoyed because it's like, yo, like, we've been doing, we're training the person who's making more than us. How the fuck right. does that make sense? And, and, and it's and, not just and what I thought because I never worked in HR, but this is what I thought. I thought if you're gonna bring in someone new that knows nothing about your company and pay mm-hmm. them more, it would be because what they've done in the past surpasses what mm-hmm. what this job requires and they'll basically fall in without needing assistance. Why the fuck would you pay somebody more that needs to take away from someone who's getting paid less here work? Oh, they they got mad at our company because they were talking about the turnover rate during the pandemic. And I was like, think about it. You're paying people who are fresh out of college, who honestly don't need the money and they're blowing the fucking money. Like there are people who now that the world's open back up and shit like that. And I'm not saying they don't, earn this money they don't deserve this money what i'm saying is imagine giving somebody who's 22 70 80 a year yeah they have college school debt and stuff you know and shit like that but they're not spending their money on any debts you know what they're doing going to happy hour going to dinner and shit like that you can do what you want to do with your money but meanwhile you might have somebody like this lady who was at the company before i got there so shout out to Angela. I can say her name publicly. Like she was like, Greg, I'm I'm gonna have to be on the way out soon. And I was like, Why? Mm. And she was like, you know, like, I've been here longer than you. I've been at this company for five years. She's been there longer than me. I don't know how many more years after. But she was like, Yo, people are coming in here telling me that they get to work from home on a different schedule. They get to go and do this. They get to do this. I'm like, Yo, like, I, I get it. But at the same time, what's like, so crazy? What are we- that shit right there be what be creating this high turnover rate that y'all got questions about. Yeah, that, Why the that right there. Is an employee hearing from another employee about other opportunities in the job that I work at? Yeah, but a, a lot of companies, Shane, they don't want you to do that. Like, I'm a, I'm an advocate of knowing what my other coworkers are making because then that gets me to leverage what the fuck I do. 
I can yeah. go to my boss straight out and say, yo, you know what? Like, they told me straight out, I would rather you just put our salaries on the table. Because my thing is, it's either work production or favoritism at that point. L- let everybody know, hey, like the base salary for, like, say if you have positions, right? Like, for me, like, I'm an assistant paralegal, right? So I'm in what you would consider an AP2. So, mind mm-hmm. you, I was an AP1 for like what three years you're not supposed to be an ap1 for three years basically my boss before was like really garbage at her you know at her job and i told she got like fired during the pandemic now she was a nice lady but they just didn't like her like the job didn't like her and she just kept us at this position because she knew that if she kept us at this position like the the room for growth wasn't there like she knew for a fact that like we were capped at a certain point, right? So it's like, okay, you could be an AP1, you could be an AP2, you could be an AP3, and then you have to start transitioning to something. It's like high school, pretty much. Like you got, you know, your freshman, sophomore, and then you got your junior, but then senior year is like, okay, look, like I've been here for four years, we got to eclipse that, right? So what she was trying to do was clip people at the knees, being say, hey, you stay here for like two or three years, and then you can move up to two, and then you could be here for, you know, two or three years and you get to three, but you only got to be there for two years and then you could just go on up. The issue is the turnover rate was so bad at this company that I currently still work for. I got to say this to be you know crystal clear. So in case anybody's listening, I'm talking about us. Basically, what happens is you have people who are fresh out of college saying they would come in. They don't dictate their raise. They were just honestly people fresh out of college who've never gotten a salary. They just have the degree. So they would get the degree. They would go and work this job. They're happy with their salary. But then they say, you know what? That was cool for a year or two. We're going to go and go back to school to go get the law degree. Cool. You go get the law degree. But then what about the people who don't really want the law degree? They're just trying to pay their fucking bills. Mm-hmm. The same, and the, I, I tied it into people who work at like Walmart or people who work at like fucking 7-Eleven. People who work at Kohl's, Targets and shit like that who they have a glass ceiling. They can see the top, but they can't reach the top because there's mm-hmm. no top right there. There's nothing, like once your job, and I'm not trying to like dictate anybody's job, but say if you're like, you're a cashier, right? Imagine mm-hmm. you get hired at Target as a cashier. Well, guess what? You got hired as a cashier, but they got self-checkout and they're trying to eliminate right. that job. So it's like, yo, like I, I got hired to be a cashier at, you know, Target, you know, two years ago now, like Target got all self-checkout. So now you just got this person who's just walking around in circles in the fucking food court. Like, well, why the fuck are you? Aren't you supposed to be a target? Oh, you just walking around because they don't really need you. You're expendable to them. So it's like, how do you make yourself expendable? But you can't because you're already making less than the fucking company is making. Meanwhile, you have companies like Target, Walmart, and stuff like that. They will literally pay you $11, $12 an hour and then say, hey, guess what? But you can't afford to buy groceries here. You can't afford to buy the clothes and stuff here i have a friend that works at fucking michael kors i'm like oh how much do you make they're like oh i make like 16 dollars an hour how not how the it- fuck do you 16 you make 16 dollars an hour working at michael kors if somebody could please make that shit make sense to me but let me tell you this when i was in new york working for dooney and burke on 60th street mm-hmm. we was making hourly and commission and our our discount off is 62.4 mm-hmm. percent so I'm basically, basically buying, I'm basically able to buy a $350 bag for like $62. Or 
Whereas mm-hmm. someone would have to come in and pay stupid tax on mm-hmm. this Italian leather bag. But at the same time, you got to think about as you get older, you get to a yeah. point where you don't know where you're going to be living and what doesn't mean shit. I just, yep. today, I just sold, I just sold the girls Gucci ballet flats that they had when they were infants on Poshmark. Mm-hmm. I got to ship them on Monday to some complete stranger that bought them. So that's money in my pocket. I just sold um, Anya's Michael Kors sandals that she didn't even wear because babies, you don't know what size they're going to be in from month to month. And you could buy Mm -hmm. some shit before your baby comes and they'll never touch that shit because they skip that size. I'm trying to sell my golden goose because I don't wear them. They're uncomfortable, but they were also $565. Uh-huh. Like there's so much shit that I bought living in New York and 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 that life. People care about what they look like when they go outside. They care about nice shit. I'm at a yeah. point where nice shit for me would be buying acres, building my house, and nobody can tell me what the fuck I can do on my house. It's not yeah. nice shit for me is not a bag now. It's not a shoe. It's not this dress. It's not. You know, ooh, look at my jewelry. Why would I be wearing a $60,000 watch making payments on a car and renting if I live if I live somewhere where I should be able to afford a house? So, like, my mindset is completely different. So, yep. I don't know. <laughs> well, just imagine, like, today I had to have a hard conversation with my nephew. And it, it hurt because it was like I was him. So, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was telling me about, like, Jordans and stuff like that, right? Because, you know, like, these teenagers now, they think, like, you know, some of them, not all of them, they feel like Jordan, you got to have them because it's like, oh, they get released every Saturday. I want these. These are my special ones, blah, 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 blah. And I had to tell him, I was like, you realize, like, those are essentially, like, the new Jordans that come in all these weird-ass colors and shit. They come in, like, yellow and black and grays and pinks and oranges. I'm like, y'all think that's, like, new? But it's like, oh, like, we weren't able, and I, I hate to sound like I'm like the old nigga, but it's like, like Jordans were Jordans. Like when you retro some shit seven times, like it's no longer special. So now it's special hey. to y'all, but you you can't wear that shit. For me, and I know it's gonna sound like a complete asshole statement. If I was his age, if I'm fucking fifteen, sixteen, I'm buying up all the Lebrons because you know what's gonna happen when he has kids. Guess what? All his kids gonna talk about is fucking LeBron because they don't know Jordan. They, yeah. my nephew, don't know Jordan. He never watched Jordan play. He's just buying it because of the fact that somebody's father buys their son a whole bunch of Jordans because they buy themselves Jordans. So naturally, mm-hmm. they come to school with all these fucking Jordans on. They're like, "Oh well, my dad bought me Jordans, so now you think you gotta have Jordans." I was like, "Yo, like Jordan ain't tight no more. Like it's not the wave. Like if people can fucking pay the dude who lives in Atlanta." who designs the shoes for Balenciaga. You know he used to drive fucking tractor trailers seven years ago? Like, yeah, dude, like, like the, this, is, this is a crazy thing. Like, I like Balenciaga years ago, but then once I saw that they were just waiting for other designers to do work and they were trying to yeah. see, like, streetwear-wise what the kids like and then, like, slapping this name on it, the original designer of Balenciaga never wanted to sell the brand of his couture to anybody and he died and he never gave it to anybody and then this white man out of nowhere 
was like, mm-hmm. I want to buy this shit. And he bought the shit, hired designers that nobody knows up under the shit to just push out shit and slap the label on it. And he makes yep. like millions of dollars and knows nothing yep. about my fashion, doesn't give a fuck about fashion. And he lives yep. his life. Yep. Now, I have, to, I have to say, to be fair, because somebody be like, well, Greg, like, you know, they'll see like a photo of me or something like that. And they'll see like the shit that I'll have on, like me, like the Yeezy foam runners, right? Like, I don't know why I like them. Everybody swears it's, it's the ugliest fucking shoe on planet Earth. And it probably is. It's just comfortable as shit to me. Like, for me, comfort Everybody's matters. Uh, everybody fucking, like, my, my, um, my stepmom. Yes, uh, today actually. Well, yeah, today she goes and she's having a yard sale. So I go and help her out. I was like, "Hey, ma, like, how you doing?" Blah 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 blah. She was like, "Why you got the ugly ass shoes on?" And I was like, "How you know about these?" She was like, "She was like, yeah, your nephew went and just ordered himself a pair for like a hundred and eighty bucks." It's like, so I, I'm talking to him, and I was like, "Yo, like, how much money did you spend on this?" He was like, "Yeah, I worked." You know, he's like, "I worked all month to get these." And I was like, "Wait." And then it it brought me back to my teenage years where I used to go and spend my whole check on outfits and shit. And I told him, I was like, yeah. no, like, as, as somebody who is your uncle, but I also want to just tell you this as a man, I was like, half this shit that you think is important for you to wear, like, I would say, go get the shoes. He was talking about getting a $300 belt on eBay for like 80 bucks. I was like, yo, like, no. I was like, just no. So I told him, I was like, we're going to sit down. We're going to have a talk. You know, I can't talk about stocks and stuff to him right now because of the fact that the stocks and stuff are down. But I was like, yo, invest that money by just putting money into the company that you're going to buy. It's like, I wouldn't put money into Balenciaga because guess what? Like, there is no stock for Balenciaga that is making me any money. Like, whenever, how can I put it? Whenever I buy an Apple product, I put like 10% of whatever I paid for that product into their stock. And the reason why I do that is because that's making my money back. Like, if I had a Tesla, I would have Tesla stock. Everything that I ever purchased has the value for it in stocks. So when I'm talking to him and he wasn't trying to grasp the concept of Jordan brand, he's like, I got, I got to have these because, you know, the release date's coming up and I got to have, I was like, yeah, you got to have them so you could be like the other seven people in your classroom who all got them on. I was like, or you could just be the dude who ended up saving their money. And, you know, you wear yourself some regular, like, cross trainers, some, you know, some other, like, shoes. You got LeBrons that are half the price of Jordans, at least from what I know. Like, you can go and buy Jordans for, like, 250 Like, the ones, you can probably buy those for, like, two, you know, 200 220 Or you can just get you, like, a pair of LeBrons or some Kyries or something like that and be just as fly. I just, mm-hmm. as somebody who's seen Jordan retros come out seven times, I just, I can't fathom the idea especially for him he like you know he's going and he's not working he doesn't have like a job job he's just doing look i'm gonna cut your grass i'm gonna do this i'm like oh so you're making 20 dollars a house and then all that money that you're spending you're going and doing that that's why when we had this talk about minimum wage you know tonight i was like oh like it's cosmic the fact that we're talking about minimum wage but then you got people who will take their minimum wage and spend it on expensive shit and try to like keep up with the joneses I, I mm-hmm. can't be that. I used to do that shit. I used to get my little McDonald's check. It used to be like $405. And I'm like, damn, y'all, I worked like two weeks. I got $400. I thought I was the flyest nigga on planet Earth. I go to Foot Locker, get me two pairs of shoes for $89. I get me a pair of Jordans. I get me another pair of shoes or something like that. Then I go get me mm-hmm. some outfits. I wasn't paying rent, nothing like that. So I, it felt 
important to me. But then when you think about, you're always chasing that shit. You're always going and getting it. So now you got women and men who are going and paying Sheen and fashion over. Like, yeah, some of them yeah. do it for free, but some of them are excited. paying them. I'm like, y'all, like, I've seen... I've seen Sheen, and a lot of their shit look good on women. So I'm like, I'm like I yeah. would pay for that. It looks, it look really fucking nice. And I'm like, yo, I would pay for some shit like that because it feels like it would last. It's not like H and M. Remember when H and M was a thing, and you'd be like, damn, like H and M shit look like, yo, it's affordable. It looked comfortable. Like yo, nothing from H and M was comfortable. That shit felt like wearing a Home Depot box. That that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck it felt like. It felt like you were wearing cardboard when you were wearing it. So again, tying it into minimum wage. So for me, like the reason why I say $25 is because half the shit that you eat is probably like, how can I put it? Like Chipotle. I told you Chipotle bowls are like 12 bucks, right? So if you make it, after, after what? You got, after you say this, I'm going to play the messages because I yeah, want to say yeah, if you, Of course. If so, if you're going and working at Chipotle, right? And you know for a fact that the bowl costs $12. If you know for a fact that you're making $25, even then that's not enough. We're already being underpaid. But there are a lot of people at Chipotle that are making fucking $17 an hour. And it's like, okay, you're making $17 an hour. You know, that one bowl took away an hour of you eating. And the price is only going up right now. So $25 should be the average minimum wage, not for the people who are currently making $25 or the people who aren't. It should just be a standard because the way that we're living right now with the, everything being inflated, everything being up, we have to have some type of gauge of saying, you know what, this would be the happy medium. I'm not saying people who are like servers at a bar or you know, a bartender should be making $30, $40 an hour because that's just completely unfeasible. But what I am saying is people who are doing like service work and stuff like that, they shouldn't also have to rely on tips that they have to split with eight people because- yeah, that's great. They're making three dollars and twenty five cent an hour plus tips on a slow night. Can you imagine? I no. couldn't. So, but I'll let you get the voicemails. All right. Let's see. What's going on, Chan? Greg? What's what? happening? Yeah, minimum wage should be twenty five bucks an hour at least, right? Try to make a yeah. fucking living at fifteen bucks an hour. That's right. for fucking pi- for kids who live at home while they're going to college, right? Yes. But I mean, let's get real. Like minimum wage, it should be called a living wage. First of all, you shouldn't be yeah. looking for the least you can pay a human being, right? Where's our that- fucking dignity in this country? So a living wage, and it should be tied to the cost of living index, right? It should go up with the price of food, with the cost of housing. Yeah. But, you know, fucking the federal minimum wage has stagnated since the 70s. It's, you know, it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I don't know, since the 90s or something. It's been seven bucks an hour forever. And who the fuck could live on seven an hour? It's a joke. (laughs) Meanwhile, the majority of our Congress people are millionaires. You know, Nancy Cunt Losey is worth $114 million because of insider trading and her being a criminal. You saw how he's spitting. You saw how she dodged that question when that reporter had asked her, was her husband inside trading? (laughs) Yo, and the thing is, they be be lying to themselves. I'm like, yo, you realize we all know this. So why don't you just go and just admit it? It's better for you to do that than us sitting here trying to figure out why you're lying. You're just going to spit right in front of our face, though? Cool. Exactly. Next voice. Yeah, so we're stuck on stupid here in America. Fuck yeah. Right? We don't get, we're the only industrialized nation, the only one 
that doesn't have universal health care. We're mm. one of the only universal. One, we're one, one of the only. Easy for me to say. Jesus Christ. We're one of the only industrialized nations that doesn't have free college education, right? Yeah. You can go to Germany as a U.S. citizen and get a free college education, right? So the rest of the world has got it going on compared to us. You know, we're number three in infant mortality, mm. but you know. We're programmed. We're indoctrinated by the idiot box, by the frickin' TV and the lamestream media, all press in general, you know, to think, yeah, America, right? <laughs> American exceptionalism. It means we're the best, but for no fucking reason, right? And heaven forbid we look around the rest of the world and see what countries have been doing for thousands of years. I just want to tell this man, thank you for your brain, because... I love uh, him. I love him. Can you, like, can the world Everything. put him on a loudspeaker? Forget this president that can't see skin is looking like leather. Forget Listen. everybody in legislation, like, these are the facts. We are not the greatest country in this world. I think we're the biggest joke of a country in this world. I think that. Oh, I, oh, I agree. I, I just got to the point where it's like, yo, like nothing we do or say is going to matter. We just got to live through it. But the thing is, nobody wants to. We, we all have like these ideas of what we can do. But the thing is, nobody can get to that microphone and say, you know what? Do y'all realize what y'all are doing? And the people who do get cut off. So that's why like AOC and all them, whenever they bring stuff up, it's not like y'all are bringing up the wrong shit. Like talk about yeah. the fact that fucking chicken is $21 for four pieces. Can you explain that shit? You know, it's like how there's a shortage of. Oh, go ahead. The fucking chicken that they trying to sell for double or triple the price is not selling, right? And on Thursdays, I don't know whatever day where y'all shop, but on Thursdays here in Georgia, um, they start putting that shit on like butcher special. I'm talking about two fifty five for a pack of chicken because y'all, y'all trying to keep up with the joneses and you're not for you're not remembering the demographic for people that work here or live here they can't afford chicken triple the price so y'all just gonna waste y'all food and waste y'all profits and make damn near nothing and give it basically giving away for free because y'all want to hike up the price and yep. take advantage of people yep Madness. Oh, yeah. Parking permits. I lived in San Francisco for 20 years. It's like 90 bucks a month for a parking permit just to park on the street, right, where your car will get broken into. And then I, you know, I ended up paying uh, 120 a month for a parking space because, uh, you know, I was tired of getting parking tickets. One month I got $1,000 in parking tickets. What? Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> yep, yeah, we need nationwide rent control, right? It's fucking bullshit. Nationwide rent control, so your rent can only go up a certain percentage every year, and so that your landlord can't kick you out for no reason, right? Because as it is now, you know, I live in a county in, San Fr in uh, California with no rent control. Your landlord can raise your rent overnight as much as they want, um... You know, if you complain about mold or something, they can kick you out for no reason 
and they mm -hmm. won't say it's because you complained, but they can just make up a reason, right? They don't have to prove anything, so it's bullshit. Once again, you know, fascist United States of America, our government does everything to help the corporations and fuck the people. True, true. Absolutely, absolutely. I was in a condo before I got this house, and some things in there were just like, y'all should be locked up for this. And they didn't want to yep. fix it. And I had to hire a lawyer to speak to the owner and they agreed to pay me X amount of money. And I was able to get out of my lease and move, but I wasn't able to speak on what the problem was in there. And you know what they did after I cleaned out my stuff and I moved? They was like, oh, you, you cleaned this so well. I'm gonna just put the key um, lock on the door and I'll just put it up for rent tomorrow. They See? fix nothing. Oh, trust me. Trust me. My, when we much. moved from when we moved from the apartment, right? They did mm -hmm. a walkthrough while we weren't there, right? Now, I can list off the shit that was wrong. Like our garbage disposal was broken and was leaking into the cabinet that was underneath it to the point where Ew. it developed mold. Like at, at a, I can I'll send you the photo. It was a brown mold that had like set into the cabinet so they have to rip that cabinet out our shower we had to literally like our bathtub we had to clean that shit because the grout some it was mold in the grout I don't it know means what the that the, on the backing of the grout it means it was wet yes and here's the thing we're like okay like what are, what are we doing we think are we being filthy and shit i'm like, I'm like no i'm yeah. cleaning it every fucking saturday and the thing is Cleaning it made it worse because it was like the equivalent of like pouring like bleach on colored clothes. It's like, all right, cool. Like you're going and you're bleaching these clothes, hoping that they eventually become white. And it's like, no, I'm hoping that like the bathtub would just stay clean. And I'm scrubbing the shit out of it. I'm using Comet and all the fucking things, hoping that it's actually cleaning it and it's making it worse. And the guy who you know came in the service he was like oh yeah like how often do you clean it he's making it seem like we dirty i'm like yo like no i'm clean you see i physically cleaned it he was like yeah like what's going on they pulled the caulk back now mind you living in an apartment there's only so many things you can do without breaking your lease right so mm -hmm. we you know if you live in an apartment you can't go and like pull some shit out of like a wall or move some shit and you know all of a sudden it's okay you break your lease that way so he was like, yeah, well, luckily you didn't go and take away the caulk because if we would have taken away the caulk and did it ourselves, they would have done that. So we're moving out, long story less long, like we put down a deposit of 500 bucks, put down this $500 deposit and we put down a $300 pet deposit. So I'm sitting there, I'm waiting for Jess to be like, hey, like we can get this deposit back, blah, 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 blah. We, we still haven't gotten this deposit back. It's been almost a month, right? What? And then, yeah. And then they told us, oh, you only get the pet deposit back because you guys never made an initial deposit. And I was like, the building also changed hands from, you know, it was a Bazudo property, then it was an Inland property, then it was a Gables property, it was this property. I'm like, oh. They do that so they can uh, basically move the responsibility. Exactly. So we were supposed to get this pet deposit back, which is like, all right, cool. That's fine. But, you know, tying it back into you know minimum wage and stuff like that that rent for example my mm -hmm. rent was 1880 
1880, you would like factor in the numbers and stuff like that. Seems like a, a reasonable cost, but that was six years ago. Now, mind you, when you we had a kid? first got into the, yeah, it was $1,800. And then it went up like over the course of time to 1880, right? Then we had the two years that we didn't have the rent go up because of more, you know, because of the moratorium, because of COVID and stuff like that, right? But then mm -hmm. when we got the, you know, when we told them we were getting the house, they sent that lease renewal, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> sent the uh, rent renewal. They were like, oh, yeah, for, you know, this was in November. Okay, in November they sent it. It was like, oh, yeah, for 12 months, the rent will stay the same. You know, you can either go month to month at the same rent or you can sign a lease for 12 months. And we're like, we'll just, you know, if it's all the same, we'll just go month to month. We'll just have to get a house in the next 12 months, right? Mm -hmm. When we moved out, I, just, I asked. I was like, yo, how much is the rent going to be for the next person? And so I was like, oh, it's going to be like 27, 28. I was like, but for the same fucking, what, what changed? I'm sitting in the middle, like, so the next, the next person, what the, f they have to pay more for that? There's nothing that mm -hmm. y'all did. You didn't improve anything. Yeah. Like my, but again, like tying it into minimum wage, it just feels like we have to like get some type of grasp or concept of what minimum wage is supposed to be because the term minimum wage basically sounds like the lower class worker and i know that sounds fucked up to say, yes but that's, but that's what people want it as just that's why the lady was in, in in the legislation room yelling about how she doesn't feel like it's right that her cleaning lady should make what she makes at her job because it just wouldn't be um I forgot what word she said. It just wouldn't be correct because I work here. All she does is clean. She shouldn't be able to make what I make. And it, if it was like, it's like truly unfair or I live in an unfit way and, you know, they do this and they get this much. Mm -hmm. You have to think to, to where we came from in America as a land. There were people who did not want other people based on what they looked like or where they came from to be able to have a home because I feel by how they look, they shouldn't be able to have a home. Not because they're human and they need a home, not because they're human and they need to feed their kids because they don't look like me. They shouldn't be able to have a home yep. in my neighborhood. And it's that mentality where people and jobs and corporations feel like fuck them being able to live efficiently and healthy. What's the minimum I could give them without being locked up? Yep. Yeah. And, that, and, when, and when, when the other guy was in the messages was like, it should be living wage. If they change that shit to living wage, then they would have to change that shit. Yep. But that's the thing, like, do we go, and this is a question, like, it's not a statement. Um, do we start, like, asking our jobs, you know, during review time and shit like that? Like, yo, can you pay me living wage and show them, like, yo, like, th this is hot, like, yeah. and the, the reason why I say this, the reason why I say this before you answer is this. When they hired you, regardless if you moved or not, like you are in mm -hmm. your current living situation. So it's not like your living situation has changed. Life right. has changed. The income right. of life has changed. So right. regardless of where you are, like you could have been living like for us, we lived in that apartment for six years. 
we lived in this apartment for six years, but the rent may have gone up in six mm-hmm. years. You're, pay, you're paying me cost of living to work. You're not paying me to live. But every job, and this is where I'll leave it so you can answer the question. Every job talks about work-life balance. Bullshit. Where's the work-life Where's work-life balance when it comes to actually living and affording to live? So right. I'm, I'm going to just land, you know, playing it for you. Let me say this. The company that I work for, I'm not going to say their name, but the company that I work for, we had like a meeting to meet the CEO, right? And mm-hmm. he, you know, they always give like their story of being at the company and talk about their family a little bit and how to say they love it. And they just love meeting mm-hmm. new people. Shut the fuck up. You love the fact that, that what they pay you and your benefits, right? Yeah. This girl this girl was bold. She was in there. She was like, Well, I have a question about um our raise or does the company wide will do a living raise for people who live here in Atlanta? Because other companies um that basically offer the same position are paying their employees a lot more and they can a hundred percent stay at home mm-hmm. and she was like you know i'm at a point now where i work here i work overtime and i still can't afford to drive back and forth to my apartment and i can't even afford the rent increase that my apartment has now i can't afford to put food in my fridge and I'm always working and uh-huh. and and do great work and you know every day we come in here and you talk about metrics blah 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 the CEO straight said you know what I've worked for this company for over 30 years because it works for my family and I'm not gonna sit here and say that you need to work for us if it don't work for your family so if it don't work for you you're free to leave and that is the mentality of these corporate companies that bring in over 3.5 trillion dollars a year they Mm -hmm. don't give a fuck about who's sitting at that desk or that cubicle and what you can and cannot do and Mm -hmm. if if another company where you can do the same shit is offering you something that makes more sense. Fuck that two-week notice. Dip. Dip. Because they could care less. They're going to pay you out. They're going to send you your pension shit in the mail. That 10% hit ain't shit. Because by the time you get that later on when you really need it, it ain't going to be shit. So you might as well use it now. Pay them taxes when tax time ain't got no kids. And say, fuck it. Yo, during the pandemic, real quick, they told us they were freezing raises, bonuses, and 401k. I have not put a dime into my 401k in almost three years. Since, what, two two and a half years since the pandemic? And the reason why, and somebody was like, great, now you keep putting your 401k. If they aren't matching your 401k, don't invest in that shit. Because what happens is when you leave, that shit doesn't roll over. Like, you can't be like, oh, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to cash you out, one. Or mm-hmm. it's going to sit there and you better hope that the next job that you have ends up having whatever they have, an ADP or T-roll price or some shit like that. Because what's going to happen is you leave and it sits there. It doesn't grow interest. It's not like going and getting like a, a pen fed account or some shit like that where it ends up accruing interest. No, whatever it was when you left, it's going to be that. 
and they ain't gonna mm-hmm. match you. And a lot of these companies, what they do is they match for longevity. They say, you know what? Yeah, like, you know, year one through like our company, and I can comfortably say this because I, I don't really care, but mm-hmm. year like one through three or one through four, like, yeah, they don't match. They're like, no, nah, fuck that. We ain't matching that because they know the turnover rate. They they know how many people stay at their company for how long. And the average mm-hmm. for us, what I know, most people stay there for like 18 months, two years, right? You get it mm-hmm. on their resume and get the fuck on out, right? So like, why would we pay 401k because, you know, or why would we match 401k because they're not planning on staying. So since they know you're not going to stay, why match? So they start matching at year four because they're like, all right, year four, they're here, like, they either they don't have another option they're comfortable mm-hmm. here or they just you know they need a cushion like me i just need a cushion during a pandemic i had every opportunity in the world to be like you know what greg go work for twitter go work for this and this and this i was like mm-hmm. yo like the job security wasn't there and then obviously you know buying a house i couldn't go anywhere i couldn't physically yeah. say you know what in the process of buying a house i'm gonna quit this job and go somewhere else right you can't do no and dressing this, yeah so when it comes to like, and I have to keep tying it in the minimum wage because this is what we're talking about. So if people who were working, you know, whatever jobs that w- would require minimum wage, if they were paid $25 an hour, it would make it easier for everyone because they're actually being paid for the service that they provide. I'm talking trash people. Like, you know, I'm talking teachers. Like the fact that teachers are making $50,000 a year and they have your kids for fucking 62 hours a week like, get them ready for their future which is going to be goddamn 96% technology yeah like and I think that's the main issue when people see minimum wage they think of it as like an actual number they think it like $14 an hour $15 an hour like no like mm-hmm. you could be a teacher making $54,000 a year that is minimum wage for what you do compared to your yeah. career choice that is exactly minimum wage when you know for a fact that you are like even in law i had well i have or had whatever i had a friend who and i've talked about him before hundred eighty six thousand dollars in debt because of law school and shit like that almost two hundred thousand dollars in debt he's never going to be able to pay that debt off and you know why even if he decided to get a roommate and him and the roommate bought a shack for four hundred dollars a year you know four hundred dollars a month he's not going to pay that back and the reason why he's not is because you still have upkeep, cost of living, and stuff like that. Yeah. You have to. If he goes out to dinner, if he goes and gets groceries, like, you can't go buy groceries. You can't go into a grocery store and say, you know what, I'm going to spend, like, 50, 60 bucks. The only it's thing, in, it's, the only logical thing that would save him is if he worked a government job. They just sent me an email, like, a week ago. I was telling my mom, mm-hmm. well, they have this such and such, um, this such and such forgiveness uh Mm -hmm. where if you work you work for a service government job or you're a teacher they will pay the rest of your school loans Mm -hmm. a a lot of people who work those jobs that's the only reason why they work that job Mm -hmm. if your if your child has a teacher that they do not like and that teacher does not like teaching they are there to pay off their bills yep they're like hey Trust me, I don't fuck with your kid. Your kid don't fuck with me. But guess what? I got a year and a half left of this shit, and then I'm debt free. And yeah. honestly, can't knock the hustle. I can't knock the hustle. It just it just feels like to me like the game is rigged against us to begin with. Um, with the cost, at least right now, because I I look at some shit now 
I was like, wait, wasn't like gas like five dollars and ten cent like three weeks ago? Now it's back to four seventy five because they they slowly increase and shit. Like, as somebody who voted for Biden because I didn't want the other motherfucker in, and I, this is not a political show, but I'm just letting you guys know this shit. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. like he he's promising us everything. It was like me in the eighth grade, and I could comfortably say this because somebody would be like, damn, Greg, like this was you. Yeah, I w- I was the the Trump of middle school. I promised mm. all the fucking things I could possibly promise. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that there's toilet paper in all the bathrooms. I'm going <laughs> to make sure that we don't have to eat chicken nuggets and french fries three times a week and pizza on Thursdays. I'm going to make sure that, you know, that I'm giving her every fucking promise that it was like, yo, like, he can't promise this because this is already structured to, like, this is this is the system. We live in the fucking system. And nobody is bigger than the program, right? So the fact that you're going and saying what you're going to do, but you can't do it because nobody's going to actually pass that. So, you know, tying it into, like, minimum wage, like, people who are in, like, uh, what is that shit called? Uh, like, unions and stuff? Like, like unions will help you get what you want. But the thing is, even if they don't want to help the union, they don't want to help groups. That are like, you know what? We're going to make sure we all get paid the same amount. If you and your coworkers decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to storm into our boss's office and say, you know what? Underpaid, overworked. We need to be making forty, you know, forty dollars an hour. You know what they're gonna say to you? You can leave. You you can go because guess what? Once you leave, they have four vacancies that they can underpay now because they realize, oh well, we know now that we're overpaying them and they get disgruntled. But the thing is, if all of them are gone, we could just go and pay the next four people less. That's why you have companies like Google and Facebook. And all of these like popular companies who are having major layoffs, they're not having major mm-hmm. layoffs because the people don't want to work or because the people can't afford to work or the people don't want to do the work. They're having layoffs because they realize we've made our money from the people we already underpaid. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to hire people who want to work here and we're just going to pay them less. That's what companies mm-hmm. do. They're like, all right, cool. Yeah, like we paid the last person $26 an hour. Yeah, they did a good job. But you know what? Like, you know, the overhead for us, like, we're making so much money this year. Everybody's been a part of those meetings. Shane, I know you were a part of the, that meeting. I was a part of the meeting three months ago where the woman told us straight out how much money we've made the company. But then when we talked about, hey, you know what? Can we have, like, Staff Appreciation Day? Answer was no. Can we go and have Top Golf? Answer was no. Can we do this? No. I was like, wait, so it's no for all the shit that we want to do as staff or of office, but then you're telling us how much money you're making and how you can go to the ranch and hang out with your horses and shit like that. So y'all making money. We aren't. Can somebody make the math make sense? And the answer is no. The reason why the answer is no is because nobody wants to say, you know what? This is how much we all should be making. Mm. I think people want to say it, but people don't feel supported when they say it. They feel like if I stand up and say I'm going to be the only one standing up with fucking 96% of this office feeling like me. And no. I, I honestly feel like gas only went down because so many corporate businesses had employees that would be like, I'm not coming to work because I can't afford to. Bingo. I Bingo. feel like that's the only reason because 
a lot of companies were losing workers because they can't afford to come to work. They can't afford mm-hmm. a Metro pass. They can't afford to put gas in their car. They can't afford, you know, making a car payment. You know how many people is back on car payments right now by at least six months? Mm-hmm. You know how many people can't pay their insurance right now? Mm-hmm. How many people are sick and companies like, I mean, we need our money. I, I yeah. know you've been in the hospital for the last two months, but we need our money. Like, the yeah. society doesn't care about how life is affecting you. They want to be paid. And that's what we're dealing with. We got um, two more messages. I sent you a text. I don't know if mm-hmm. you want to part to it because it's, it's, it's oh, going yeah, we're gonna, on. We're gonna yeah, we're we going to have to part to it. Okay. This one's beautiful. Uh, I love this shit. Yeah. I'll stop it um, at like 1140-ish. Okay. But I'm going to keep going for the time being. I'm going to play these last two messages. I did a podcast with a guy from Canada recently debunking the whole myth that the Canada healthcare system sucks. You know, because what our government tells us is, oh, you have to wait forever for a procedure. Yep. You know, he debunked that whole bullshit. No, you can go to your doctor if your doctor is busy. You can go to another doctor. If that doctor, if you can't get an appointment soon enough there, you can go to any emergency room anywhere in the whole country. doesn't have to be in your network or any stupid shit like that. And, uh, and then he also showed me the statistics. The average Canadian pays less in taxes than we do. And they have free education and free health care. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Uh, yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, there's this lady on TikTok who showed like her whole family, her husband, her two kids. They purposely fly to like Mexico to get their dental work done for like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, she was like, if we would get our dental work done here, it would be like over four thousand dollars for yep. one of our procedures. And my my thing is like. What the fuck? There was this other girl who flew to Switzerland. She got she 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 got an estimate from her dentist for ten thousand dollars for whatever she needed, right? Mm-hmm. She she booked the flight, which was like I think the flight was like um, eleven hundred dollars. She packed her bags for a couple of days. She got a room when she got over there. She booked the procedure. Nine hundred dollars, Greg. Nine hundred American dollars, Greg, versus ten thousand here. I would have paid it. I would have paid it. What is going on? Why is America like this? Honestly, because um, okay, I'll say this and I'll make it quick. America's in debt to everybody that they need to pay back. That that's the honest answer. Um, when I went to the dentist, to, so the know, American oh, people was, have to pay the U.S. debt to other people. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. That's what taxes are for. We're paying debts that we shouldn't be paying because we are owed money from other countries. But the thing is, we loan out like how can I put it? When the gas was like five dollars and twelve cent and shit, right? You know what our president did. You know, because I hate saying their first name because it makes it seem like you're against them and shit. Our current president, what happened was when, you know, everything was kicking off, all the gas prices rising, we had chicken shortage, chicken wing shortage, 
meat shortage, potato shortage, like everything was a shortage and stuff. You know what they did? Sent money to Iran, sent money to China, and stuff like they that. Now, mind you, if that's what you, yeah, it's shit they wanted to do. Cool. But then it's like, okay, like how about taking care of home so we can go and make sure that everybody else is okay? Because guess what? Those troops that you're going to need in case of war and stuff like that, you know what they're going to say? Guess what? Like we have underlying health conditions that can't be diagnosed because guess what? Can't afford health care because guess what? They're unemployed because they can't be paid. And you can't go and pull medical records because half the people, coal miners and stuff like that, they don't have medical records on hand. And their doctors That's are doing so shit crazy under the table. That yeah. a fucking coal miner, how much they yep. get paid a fucking year, doesn't have health insurance. No. And what? it's only because health insurance companies know that, oh shit, even no. if they pay this policy, you know we actually don't have to pay them this money out because they yeah. are going to get sick for sure. That's wicked. Yeah. But also you have to factor in like when when I um look at like certain things because you know I do the sports tests and stuff. So over the past like three weeks, I look at the news and I'm like, okay, like America's in debt, but we're playing like baseball players like hundred and fifty six million dollars every year. Like, am am I crazy or is like the US dollar just like garbage at this point? If you can go and pay a baseball player who doesn't work all year, when I say all year, they work from fucking, what, March to sometime September? Because the season officially ends the first week of September. You got baseball in September and October. So you're trying to tell me each of them, even not even each of them, like the top five, their average salaries per person are roughly about between... 70 to 120 million dollars and that's 20 people at least 20 people because you have what 28 baseball teams 28 29 30 so you have that there's one player on that team that makes at least 15 million dollars a year let me tell you at something least. america is suffering from greed and selfishness Bingo. um you have one person that has enough money to end poverty in one whole fucking country and it was like no I just don't want to (laughs) and I don't even want to pay my fucking employees yeah but the thing is if you don't have poverty you don't have people who work for you because everybody's equal and and that's and that's what they beat they off of they beat they meat off of the fact that somebody's under me oh you're under mm-hmm. me you can't stop me oh what level are you at this week johnny oh yeah i did see you make that business deal oh you see elon he's trying to sell twitter back like yeah. man go stroke your meat to something else yeah y'all we the world basically watched a tax paid police department with pensions sit out and wait for children to die in one classroom in this whole school. Oh, see, nah. I, I ain't talking about that this episode. Nope. That I'm just saying, but, but I'm saying that's the stupidity of mm-hmm. other countries. You know, do you know the American people pay taxes and they pay them and they they let them, them those kids die? That's exactly mm-hmm. how they, they did the, the um, news on America in India about us. But that's the truth. Mm-hmm. 
I see you, yep. big dog. I'm gonna play the messages. Um, let me go through and play these. This guy I used to know worked for Hewlett Packard. He was high up in management. They sent him to India to train his replacement. So they over outsourced his job overseas to India where they could pay whatever fucking, you yeah. know, 20 bucks a day or some shit. Hewlett Packard doesn't need to save money. That's the fucking problem with capitalism. Our system is broken. We need socialism. Yeah. You know, you know how, how better off like people in the United States would be if these companies legally were not allowed to source out work to other countries. Yep. Like just putting that I, I in place. I'll say this real quick. Um, during the pandemic, at least, I, I can't speak to it as of recent, but during the pandemic, every customer service was being outsourced to India from what mm -hmm. I knew. And the reason why I say that, I would call Fios, I would call Verizon, like regular like customer service Verizon, I would call companies and stuff like that. And they were Indian based and they were like, okay, like my name is like Malcolm. So I'm like, no, it's not, but whatever. Um, <laughs> or, hey, my name is like Jacob. And I'm like, okay, like your name is Jacob. And I, I know how like fucked up this is going to sound, but it's like, oh, it, it's like me, like black ass dude, name's great, cool, whatever. But it's like, okay, like if I just said to you, you know, my name is, is Jake. And you're like, no, you don't, you don't. You know, you ever like heard like somebody? You don't Matt, sound like, like a somebody. Jake. Like, you, you don't. don't you don't like sound a, like a Jake. You don't, you don't sound like, like a Amanda. Like, exactly. Ex so that's how I felt when I'm on the phone, and he was like, "My name is Adam." I was like, "You." And I be feeling like they be yeah. insulting my intelligence. Like I can't pronounce Pishka. Yeah. 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 So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, like whatever. Like help me out, right? So. As he's helping me out, he's telling me how he's in a different time zone. He's 12 hours away. I'm like, oh, you're on the other side of the planet. Then. I know that if I'm calling you at fucking 9, 10 o'clock and you're telling me you're in a different, you know, a different time zone, but you're not saying time zone. You're like, you're in a different location. Like, oh, this motherfucker you know must what live. Pisses me off? So, I'm going to say this. What pisses me off mm -hmm. is when you be like one minute away from when their toll lines open up and they won't pick up the phone. Bro. <laughs> They'd be looking like, hey, nah, like, that is not happening. We're not opening that phone until fucking 9.27. So, and it'd be like, yo, wait, I thought the office opened at 9 o'clock. Oh, no, you got to get your coffee. You got to get your water, your cream yeah. and sugar because it's going to be a long day and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll call them back at noon. You call back at noon and you get that, that automated, Lunch. hey, uh, the lines are busy. So, you can expect a call back if you press 1 in 24 to 37 minutes. Like, wait, what? Man. I went to go pick up my mom's medicine today, and I was right behind the car that got their prescription. And I got up to the CVS window, and she was pulling up the gate. She was like, we'll be back at 2 o'clock. We're out for lunch. Bitch! Mm-mm-mm. No, thank you. Well, I'm going I'm to let you wrap it up for us. Uh, I know we got a couple voicemails. We might as well play okay. those and get up out of here. We definitely if you think you, minimum wage should be $25 an hour, you're either an idiot or you're misinformed. Okay, here we go. Also, no offense, Chan, but, but Greg, you speak it to a woman. They don't use logic. She's going to argue to the death that the minimum wage should be $25 an hour, even though we all know that that shit wouldn't work. 
And by the way, Brianna C, she kind of sexy, but she old though, so I don't know. Oh my God. $25 wow. per hour. That's a whole lot. Remember when minimum wage was only for school-age children who <laughs> want to get summer jobs? Where do school-age kids get summer jobs now? Because all the grown folks what? done took the school-age children's hey. jobs. I call shade. Shade, shade, shade. I don't know where I'm on this. For real. Okay. Like, don't you think if a corporation corporation like a fast food chain if they had to pay somebody twenty five dollars an hour it probably would cheaper it would probably be cheaper for them to automate the functionality of that position than to pay somebody twenty five dollars an hour. I'm just saying they okay, okay, um big dogs. We not in here to argue. That's that's exactly <laughs> it. All I'm saying is to start off a job period. Let that shit be at least minimum wage. I'm not saying 25 an hour is going to do anything for somebody that lives where Greg is somewhere in D.C. They ain't going to do shit for mm -hmm. nobody in D.C. But I can sit here and tell you in Georgia, people are still getting paid 10 50 an hour, 15 an hour. It's not exactly. 25 it be So we're not, we not even going to argue with that. And it's not, oh, you're, you're a woman. They don't think logically. We're not going to do that bias either. Mm -hmm. um, and don't be talking shit about Brianna, okay? Chill. Uh, exactly. Delish. Um, is, I think what you said is true. There are, there are people who are 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds working with 52-year-olds. And that is because this problem right here. A lot of people who get paid Social Security... That shit is dead set at seven hundred a month. What is an older doing with seven hundred dollars a month that needs an apartment or needs assisted living or needs to buy their medicine? That's nothing. And then, what do old people really um, get concerned with at their age? Life insurance, yep. paying a policy. It's a shame that at that age they still gotta pay into a policy. Some people don't even have life insurance. Aretha Franklin goddamn had kids and died without having a will or anything. And her family just got paid out after debt to the IRS. So it's a lot of people who are not even set up for living. We didn't get to get into the numbers. We'll do it next episode. Yeah, what we, we are really trying episode, to do is sure. close out the show. Um, but I do appreciate everybody that commented, everybody that came through. Um, what you call it from earlier, like his messages were really great. So many things that I would want to do an episode on from what he said, but yep. it's, it's really, this topic is really not for argument. It's just like at the bare minimum, don't spit in people's faces, face with what they face with for a living right now and be like, oh, we're starting this job after like. 30 requirements at 15. Don't do that because mm -hmm. companies are doing that and they're only doing that because there's no law set in place to be like, hey, you can have your corporation, you can have your LLC, you can need employees, but you cannot ask anybody to be paid and work here for less than at least 25. Now, of course, if it's DC, it would be hella higher. If it's California, it would be 
here. I'm not talking like everybody should be paid 40 an hour because I know some jobs don't require somebody to be there being paid 40 an hour. Like, I don't want to go to Dollar General. The cashier is like, oh, I get $42 an hour to ring people mm-hmm. up, you know? But um, it's, it's like, don't be irrational about the thought. It's only a thought. Um, but we'll get more into it in the next episode that we'll do. I don't even know when we'll do it. You want to do it next Saturday? I'm with it. I'm, okay. We'll just push the one that we have. We'll just roll that over because we're rolling into September now. So y'all are giving us some good game. And I mean, damn, a two-hour episode. This is what happens. Every time we say we're going to take a break for a couple weeks, we come back, do a fucking two-hour episode, and then it goes like that for like a month or two, and then we taper off, and then we come back. So this is y'all's yeah. fault. I mean, it's it's stored it's stored up thoughts. Everybody going through their own shit right now. I'm sure Aaron's life is completely different from Big Dog. Big Dog's life is completely different from Brianna's. Greg, your mm-hmm. life is completely different from mine, but we are similar mm-hmm. in some ways and our fucking needs. Um, but next episode, we'll get into it. This is our Mouse Stereo podcast. This episode will be up on Monday. I'll edit it and drop it tomorrow. Uh, you can find us on here on Saturdays and um mm-hmm. I'll I'll post what I need to post at Shambi Podden on Twitter, IG and TikTok. Other than that, you guys have a great night. Greg. Exactly. Welcome back, Greg. We're back. Listen. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me back. Um I'm just letting you know. I- I'm prepared. Yeah. Now I'm a fish- I-, I had my what three week wait uh little break or whatever. So I just hope you're prepared. So just like it was in November when we took our other break, um, mm-hmm. be prepared for two-hour episodes because, yeah, so govern your appointments until midnight because you're mine for the next month. So I'm just giving you fair warning. So. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>